Wow. Wow. That was so cool. That's intense, dude. Look at we got a new, new buddy joining us, dude. We are on. Craig. Craig. Yeah. Yeah, look at him. Wow. All That's right. My boss's uh, name. Let me, let me welcome everybody. Is this your boss's name? Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Well, don't say anything to lose your job or something, okay? <laughs> all right. Um, hey guys, welcome to Good Morning Church podcast. Uh, I am JJ. Um, Danny is sitting somewhere out in McKinney, Texas. <laughs> he's with us today. <laughs> Uh, no, he's not. He's probably not sinning. He's probably living a perfect holy life. Um, but today I'm here with Josh Pierce. Uh, I lived with his mom and him uh, for a period of time while I was living in Alabama. Uh, wow. Thank you so, for specifying. Hey, Josh. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Glad to be on the show. I'm honored to uh, get to talk to you, man. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, tell us a little about, about yourself. And uh, you're, you're at Church of the Highlands right now. What do you do, man? Yeah, so uh, I'm the janitor for all of the churches. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, but I, you pray over all the toilet paper you put in the posters, right? Right, so it's very holy, yeah. spiritual. Um, now, I get to lead students at our Fultondale campus. Um, there's 22 different locations, and I'm at one of them, and get to lead all the student stuff there. My title is student coordinator, um, and I work at a custom camper van company um, and just have That's sweet. Time of my life doing it. Yeah. That's awesome, bro. Mm -hmm. um, why do you do student ministry? Like, what is what is your passion? Uh, why not like old people ministry? You know, I do love old people. Um, oh, I you love my them. I love my grandparents, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, um, I love the um, shapeableness of I don't know if that's a word, but we're gonna run with it. The shapeableness of the youth <laughs> and uh, <laughs> how yeah. able uh, how able they are to be shaped and um, transformed yeah. by. Uh, leadership of people and, and that was my story and so um, I've, I found Jesus in um, in high school and so uh, I want to help other students do the same so how'd you how'd you get saved like what what is what is that process for you uh, I um, got saved when I was seven in a Baptist church um, and got baptized when I was eight because it sounded really good and um yeah, it was a hot. It was a hot day, and yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, no, it was actually. Uh, it was December second, two thousand seven, and I was at a Sunday night church service, and the pastor said something that really stuck with me, and I went home and and asked my parents if I could accept Jesus into my heart, and I did, um, and I fully believe I did, and um, knowing all that you know when you're seven, you know you're pretty pretty much well educated at that point at least I was um but it didn't get real for me and it wasn't like a real faith and it wasn't something that um I actually lived out or let live in me and then um going through high school a lot of tough stuff actually happened and I didn't lean on God because I didn't have that relationship and um so when I was 16 I realized that I needed a relationship with Jesus and so I rededicated my life to Christ um got baptized again um i've been baptized three times in my life we'll tell a story about that later um hey bro the fourth, stick, fourth. You know? yeah, yeah yeah one of these times um <laughs> but uh then started serving in the church loving it found my passion serving the church and and youth and even communicating the gospel and um went to Holmes college to do that and here i'm here i am now still doing it here me am right here, here me am <laughs> Or meow. Um, yeah, bro. And, and you know what? I think you do a really good job with students. I think 
I don't think I've ever seen somebody who has as much like just natural influence with students. And you know what? I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to give it to your, your six foot nineness. Um, <laughs> you being stupid, tall and recognizable. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say it's your heart that you're, that you're actually a sweet guy <laughs> um, that you care, that you have a good relationship with the Lord that you pray. I know. I mean, I live with you, so I, I know your habits and mm-hmm. um, I know your bad habits, your good habits, and you know mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you have a really good character and you know what, I, th- I believe God's going to use you, um, yeah. on a different level than a lot of people just cause you're available and you're willing to grow and learn and hear bad, like hear and grow from criticism. And, yeah. uh, you, you took criticism from me when I was healthy and then when I was like very was not fine, healthy. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you ask for it and I'm like, bro, yeah. I'm not healthy enough to say anything. But I'll say it anyways. And I'll, I'll give yeah. you what I got, you know? Yeah, um, no, but you you're doing a great job, man. Um, Thank you. So, how did we meet? What did what did, what was the? Do you remember? Oh man, I don't yeah, honestly magical. remember. It was magical. Okay. Um, yeah. it was your first semester in Hans College, um, and you came to my campus. I was pretty much running in at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was the executive so <laughs> to the executive to the executive campus pastor executive um, to the <laughs> campus pastor dude right i led the student connect team on the dream team um and <laughs> now uh i was just serving there and, and you came in and you were super funny and um we were at the graystone campus and you didn't dress like anybody who went to the graystone campus wait um, wait 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 <laughs> bro you didn't dress like them at all what did i, I dress like, like? You dress like a red herring. You stood out like a sore thumb. You just you dress normal, but everybody I, you, in Grace. If you listen to this, my mouth is <laughs> wide open. I, I honestly I didn't notice that. Dude. I tried so hard. I tried so hard to fit in. Right, and you just did like uh, you didn't wear anything that was super uncommon. But I didn't um, wear anything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you were close, crazy ass. But uh, no, everybody in Graystone wore um, khakis and and polos. And then you didn't. And then um, if you didn't wear that that kind of stuff, you kind of knew like, all right, this guy must not be from here, you know. Um, Dude, honestly, I never thought I've never <laughs> thought of that. And I was there for a year and a half. That's so funny. <sighs> um, but yeah, we noticed it, and, and you were super funny, and so you got along real well with everybody. And so we started hanging out, doing stuff, being together, and um, yeah, the rest is history. Nice, dude. That was a good transition, audio-wise. Yeah, you heard that, did you? Yeah, I did. AirPods died. Gotcha. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's like a forced transition. Yeah, it's like right. when, when uh, in, in Highlands College, when I didn't have any money, uh-huh. it was like God was putting me on a, like, a forceful fast, you know? Like, that's what, I, that's what I used to believe. I was like, God's forcing me to fast today, so. Oh, yeah. I can't yeah. even afford a $5 pizza from Little Caesars, so. <laughs> I'm kind of in the same boat right now, so I, I totally get that. Um, no, but you also led a uh, a group in in Oak Mountain, right? Uh, what was that? What was that group called? Uh, I forget. It was called Ignite. Ignite. I know. Yeah, I don't know that, but I, there's a, there's it has to be a name like that. Ignite, like uh, Advance, or oh, like um, put like my my group in high school was called Push. Push. Pray wow. until something happens. Like I didn't come up with a name. Pray until something happens. Yeah, it was the worst. It was terrible. That's so. good. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. We got um reform, you know, all these different things. Depending on how bad yeah, they want to go. Got tons of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. That's awesome. 
and I moved in with you uh, a, uh, after my second, my third semester. I lived with you, right? Uh, yeah, so it was yeah. only for like six months, uh-huh. and then you got you guys were like, "Yeah, yeah. Ah, I got to get this guy out of here." Like, you got to put sheets on your mattress, or you got to do something different, man. Bro, don't don't say <laughs> that, dude. I don't want. I don't want to talk about that. For all the <laughs> listeners, JJ did not put sheets on his mattress. He just slept on a bare mattress every night, just so everyone knows. That really hurts my feelings that you would say Hold that. Look, book. listen, I would I would put down a blanket under me, <laughs> and and it would like rustle out during the night at some point. Um, but yeah, you're right. I didn't I didn't do it, and I I, I barely did it. I bro- honestly I don't remember doing laundry at your. <laughs> For six months, uh, and I, I <laughs> honestly, so what I would do is I wore the same like three or four shirts, yep. and like I changed out between like two different pants, and uh, I would hang out at thirteen hundred B with all the boys, um, yeah. all my friends, um, to get away from you. And I was like, God, I got to get away from these guys. So, uh, I would go over there, and, and honestly, I would just throw in a shirt or two shirts whenever they would do some do their laundry. And they would hang it up for me, and it'd be ready, dude. And I'm like, "This is nice. This is good." That's hilarious, man. Yeah, dude. Oh man. Um, but no, man, it was great. It was it was a great time. You cooked all your tortillas on an open flame. Uh, you didn't care to use a pan. That was like a you don't need a pan. Moment. If you have an open flame, you don't need a pan. That's the rule. When I um, really learned more about you is when you woke up. Um, you came into the kitchen wearing a wife beater. And you just grabbed a tortilla <laughs> out of your bag of tortillas, and you just threw it on an open flame, cooked it up, and ate and, it. And to, yeah, and let's be clear, it wasn't like a satchel of tortillas. Like <laughs> it was a pretty big bag. It was <laughs> in the plastic wrapping of Walmart tortillas. Oh, hey, bro, you remember that time at Walmart where where uh, you almost like got oh. got jumped or got stabbed yeah. by that guy? It's got literally beat up for trying to talk to some dogs, literal dogs. Um, yeah, and, and honestly, dude, was it a good idea to talk to those dogs? <laughs> yeah, they were bad. No, no. They were, they were in a back of truck, and they were huge. They were massive dogs. Right, but they looked cute, and so I wanted to talk to them, and um, clearly someone in a minivan didn't, didn't think that was right, didn't think I should be talking to those dogs. The most country bumpkin oh, yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. That was a wild night. I, I forgot about that until this moment. Yeah, bro, and I was just like, get in the car, bro. I don't feel like fighting an old, an old man today. Like, it just doesn't. We should have to me. We should have done it. Um, that would have been a better story for sure. Yeah, if I would have been, been like, you remember story. that one time at Walmart where we beat up that old guy? You know, exactly. And then we took yeah. the dogs. You know, just, yeah. Geez. From the random guy that didn't even engage with us. <laughs> exactly, the random guy, the owner of the dogs didn't care, but yeah. some random guy did. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Um. But thank you, man. Thank you for opening up your home to me and uh. And stuffing me in a room with uh, with Devin Davis and and put and subjecting him to all my snoring and you guys were completely different people. Um, Devin was like almost military in in the way he was just put together. Would do things all the same. He would just he would cook the same meals. He would fold his he would make his bed every morning. You know, and I'm inconsistent and like non-disciplined and yeah, right, right, I get right. it. What I'm shooting at, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks bro you're great you're a great roommate loved having you you're welcome um uh so who did you vote for bro <laughs> just kidding dude don't answer that uh yeah i voted for kanye dude don't lie uh i did too i did a road uh, a road in 
That's what we call it in Gardendale. A road in vote. Um, <laughs> you know the in, dude? Yeah, I voted for Hillary Clinton. I know she wasn't running, but. Yeah, but she, has, she deserves a second chance. I'm with her twice now. Um, no, actually, about voting in Gardendale, it is so country that you're standing in the line with masks and everything, and then um, they just yell out, hey, if you want to vote without masks on, come over here. And you go past this curtain, <sighs> and they make you take the mask off, and then you vote. <laughs> I hope. Uh, and do they also have a place to hang up your hood? <laughs> it's not that country, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm joking, bro. I'm joking. I'm um, not joking because it's serious. You know, racism's out there for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, dude. I, that was, sorry, that was that's kind of th- gonna throw me off for a little, a little bit. Uh, that's okay. That's a funny joke, though. Um, but what do you think about like uh, how are your students taking like the political fight that's going on in church right now? Yeah. Um, well, break down the the political fight that's going on are you talking about um kind of what we're seeing in well every i think i feel like everybody's up in arms and like uh mad like everybody has a has a horse in the race when in reality you really don't you know right right right, like i think people are putting um my pastor says it like says this all the time you're putting the cart before the horse you know like you're putting politics before jesus and like living a good christian life and being a believer Mm -hmm. um so what would, how, how are your students taking that? Yeah, I, uh, I think for the most part, our students, um, there's a couple exceptions, but our students are relatively uneducated, and so they don't take big stands on politics, and so they kind of shy away from what they don't know. But we do have a couple students that are um, very conservative and um, vocal about it uh, because I think it's because they, it's what they've seen their their dads their their moms being that same way and um we've actually seen a lot of people especially in this area a lot of people um that are very conservative and and willing to speak out about it even against um serious matters like black lives matter um yeah uh, plenty of people speak out against that movement and um I'm not the same way. I, I I don't believe the same things that people in this area generally believe. But um, students, for the most part, are relatively uneducated, and so they don't. Um, Do you feel like we lose trust with students because they don't really understand uh, the adult conversation? Then, like, do you? How do you feel like that factors in? Um, I don't think we. Or do they not care? I don't think they they care. Um, and I only yeah. say that because I I don't think I cared in um in high school yeah. i didn't know anything about it um and so i just didn't talk about it and didn't care to talk about it um yeah. it wasn't on my mindset i mean school was basketball was um finding a girlfriend was you know probably important <laughs> thing. Um, put an s at the end of girlfriend bro <laughs> finding a girlfriend <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah no i wasn't that crazy but that uh, mostly students don't care about it yeah opinion yeah, um, I I think it's a little different here. I think, um, I, I mean, Birmingham was definitely different than Houston. Uh, yeah. I mean, there there are, there are they're not as it's not as like a, a radical of a of a juxtaposition as like Alabama and Seattle. Yeah, but Houston is definitely more in the middle of like uh, political wokeness and then Christianity. We're 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 actually I think it's more postmodern Christianity than than uh, a lot of places. Yeah. 
um, I think students are either really passionate about it here um, mm-hmm. or they don't care, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I look, I, what I don't want to, what I don't, don't want to do is say that politics, politics doesn't matter in Christianity because it definitely right. does. I think, definitely does. but I think what matters more is that Christians who are in good community, who are part of the church, mm-hmm. are in po- political positions and yeah. represent ourselves well there, um, then like um, trying to overtake people with our beliefs and our moral values that don't really understand them you know right. uh, don't expect sinners to not sin like don't and don't be mad about it like why would you be mad at, uh, at somebody who doesn't know you know right exactly doesn't understand and i think we've neglected like our responsibility in that mm-hmm. in that sense you know yeah. um but i definitely uh, think that that we could do more to speak about um just even in in the curriculum that we talk about to students. We don't cover politics. We don't cover um, what does the Bible say about politics? What does the Bible say about following um, human leaders? And I don't think we talk about that much at all. And that's, we, don't, we didn't even talk about it in Highlands College. Like, right. I don't think we're, I don't think we're teaching Christian. We don't, and, and, and we could talk about Christianity in more of a broad sense of like, I think you're supposed to be plugged into a local church, but I think your responsibility is actually bigger than that. Right. Like you need to be seeking God and, and like you're given, God's given us the ministry of reconciliation. So what does that look like? Right. What is that like? It's, it's bigger than, um, oh, I'm supposed to be here in this community doing this thing. Like you're actually supposed to be a, a believer right. who's obeying God and exactly. in all areas and growing and, and learning. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think it's, I think it's conversations we leave out. I, I think there's a lot of conversations Christians leave out oh, yeah. um, with each other. Yeah, and and uh, I mean, I, I I think when you're really when you really love somebody and you really get to know somebody and you really trust somebody, I mean, me and you, even when I had only known you for a year, we talked about everything. You know, yeah. we talked about when I was living with you, we talked about politics. Oh yeah, um, we talked about um, the sex. We talked about <laughs> the kidding. sex. Um, uh, we talked about like real life stuff that's happening and like people are afraid to talk about sometimes. And right, and there's a reality of like. Oh man, I'm actually hurting really bad. Like I'm, I'm, I need to grow here. And, um, I, I don't know. I feel like that's way more, way more important. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do you feel like, what, what do you, what do you feel like the state of the church is now? Like globally, like, are you, are you, are you on Instagram? I'm not. Yet? I'm not, no. So you've never, did you used to have an account? I you deleted it. Yeah. It's going to be about three years this January. Um, since I've had an account now, so are you are you not on any form of social media? Um, my or can mom, I find you on TikTok? Like, no, you can't find doing me doing dances TikTok. or something. Um, actually, you, you can find me on other people's TikToks. I've been uh, I've done a couple dances on other people's TikToks, but no, I don't. That's good, man. Yeah, um, I have a Facebook right now um, because my boss wow. made me get one um, for the job um, for our our Facebook page, and so. I have one of those right now, but I don't accept people's friend requests because um, I'm not having it for that reason. And so um, I probably have 110 <laughs> friend requests that I haven't responded to. And I only respond to the ones that I think will get offended. And so. Yeah. Um, so you didn't respond to me. But it's okay. Right. And no, you'd be okay. You're, you're a big boy. You'll, uh, you'll get over it. Um, yeah. But I don't, I don't have Instagram. So, Why? Why not? Because um, it never helped me. Personally, I never looked back on time on Instagram and was like, man, yeah. I became better because of this. 
Um, and I've told that to, to students and they've been like, well, but yeah, you can watch pastors and sermons and stuff like that. But um, I never spent time with Jesus on Instagram. And so for <laughs> me, I was like, unless that's happening, I don't need it. And if it's not helping me, it, it can go. And so okay. that's good, man. Yeah. That, 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 that is a definitely a perspective that, that counts for sure. Um, I think other people have obviously different perspectives and, and oh. thoughts, but, um, but I, I like that you, you're very certain. You've always been certain with that, with yourself. Like you haven't, you've never like bought into, yeah. all right, I'm just going to do it then finally, you know? Right. right. Um, well, man, I'm proud of you for that. That's, that's crazy. Uh, I, I'm, I think that with the, with this podcast, I feel like I've, I've, dad's been wanting me to start something like this for a long time. And I, I mean, you know, you, so this microphone I've had yeah. for like four or five years, and oh, yeah. for this reason to record content, right? And uh, I, I've I've never been able to push myself to like record or like start anything in yeah. until like um, a few weeks before I recorded with Danny. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, God was like, you have to like. There's something that people need right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I don't know how to do it. So uh, just starting sometimes is, is the best way to do it. Right. And uh, talking with Danny for, for an hour and just goofing off um, was yeah. a good start for me. Yeah. But I've been thinking about it because like, what does the church need right now? Like, what is what do we need? And we need community, of course, but why? You know, I think a lot of people are getting comfortable, getting bo- bogged down by politics and news mm-hmm. and coronavirus mm-hmm. and like literally everything is going wrong. It feels like it, it, you see giants like Carl Lentz fall mm-hmm. and, and it's like, what do we, what do we need? And from what I've seen from what I've read uh, and the first thing that comes up is like, um, do not neglect the gathering together of believers. Right. Like, right. Uh, that's been a conversation like, Oh, the church shouldn't shut down. The church shouldn't like, it should be an essential thing. And you know what? At a certain point, it is essential, yeah. um, but it's also like not essential, you know. Yeah. Like it's yeah. uh, it's not the most essential thing, especially for churches like like the our background is that Sundays are actually meant for the lost people, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think you need to be in a small group. I think I think we're meeting. You are meeting together right now. Like we're meeting. Yeah. You are not neglecting meeting together. Exactly. And um, uh, who in Hebrews the the writer is saying. And let us consider the verse right before, um, do not neglect the meeting together. Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Like, I think that's why, why I'm starting this. Right. If, if I have a verse to like wrap it around, mm-hmm. um, like how can we spur each other on, mm-hmm. push each other forward mm-hmm. to do, to, to love, right. to do good. Deeds, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Um, so what that's going to look like is the reason I, I, I have my friends on and Danny and you, it's because I want to see, I want people to see how we can talk to each other and how yeah. uh, loving we can be and how they can hear about what we what we're doing that is good deeds. Uh, yeah. And maybe that'll encourage somebody. And even like, I think in the future, I'll be like, Hey Josh, record like 15 minutes of you talk or, or five minutes of you talking about like a, a sermon, you know, like, or um, not talking about a sermon, but a message, you write a message, a five minute, seven yeah. minute, 15 minute message, and we'll yeah. post it, you know, we'll put it up there. Right. That's going to be me too. Like I'm going to, hopefully I'm going to, I've written a few messages and I just haven't uh, gotten the courage to like record, but um, I I think, I think, I think Christians can miss the, um, the point Mm -hmm. of it all. 
It's like mm-hmm. God's not calling you to make your church go from 500 to 1,000 or 1,000 mm-hmm. to 2,000 or mm-hmm. be a mega church or be right. a mega pastor like Stephen Furtick mm-hmm. or Jeremy Foster or whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because there's no, that's, maybe that's not your calling. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe God is calling you to do something else. Exactly. And when you spur each other on in love, it's, it's saying, it's like you need God's love more than anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So build a relationship with Jesus. He he made a way. He has a, an opportunity for you to have a relationship with him. So it's like, do that, <laughs> you know, like do that. Um, Love that. What have you, what have you been learning, man? Um, I think you're, you're exactly right. And I think um, the church might've not, um, to speak from my example, our church um, shut down and then opened up a little bit at the end of June. And we had two, three services, uh, weekend services um, for two or three straight weeks. And then um, shut back down um, to until August. And then we opened back up. Um, yeah. And I think the reason um, a lot of churches are so quick to open back up is because um, they're like online isn't working and, and people aren't taking next steps and things aren't moving and, and, um, generally that, but I think it's because what we do online wasn't being transparent enough. And so that's what you get when you meet with people is like, if you ask me how I was doing and on this call, I could tell you I'm doing great. Um, but then I get off the call and I'm actually doing horrible. You'd be able to see that in person. And so it comes with a level of transparency and how transparent you're willing to get online and if it's if you get transparent then you can actually assess the condition of the heart um, with other believers and that's when you grow and that's when things change and so i think the reason a lot of churches opened up is to see see people again and see how they're actually doing in hopes um, they can get a game and i think i think a big reason for that is like uh i think a lot of people weren't willing to to continue meeting in small groups mm-hmm. it felt like right. so like people weren't people weren't welcoming people into their home mm-hmm. for good like i mean for an, an understanding reason for sure yeah. it's just right. like now the the uh, at what point do you like understand as a church like our people aren't like kingdom minded like in in that and that, that's a horrible way to say it but right 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 <laughs> like these these people are too afraid to like continue meeting together with people and, and exactly. i mean but as soon as, as soon as i could i was like let me grab coffee with so-and-so let me do this so we can squat to eat like right. let me let's do a project at the church like i just want to be be around you you know right um and i think it's been a huge part of what lockdown has, has done and yeah. um i think people, people who, are, who are hearing this who are actually veteran christians who have been around a long time mm-hmm. maybe you've gone through a highlands college of some sort maybe you've done an internship or um, or you've been leading a team at a church for a long time and, and you've mm-hmm. just been around, you've heard of the, you've heard the pastors, you've been through the phases and you, you, mm-hmm. you understand like maybe now's the time to like take the opportunity to take the church outside of the four walls and, and exactly. continue to like more than ever. It needs to be that. Right. You know, you've probably done it. If you've been a Christian for a long time, you've probably done that. But now more than ever is, is the time to like, we it's needed, you know? Right. People you don't think you need to be reaching out to need you to reach out to them. People who you think that are killing it right now are not killing it. Yeah. And that's something that I've learned is that people you thought 
like pastors and, mm-hmm. and, and, and people who are on staff, like, uh, bro, uh, the lockdown shut, sh- shut a lot of people down, you know, like it took right. a lot of people out right. that you don't even, you don't even know, you know? Exactly. And so now's the time to reach out to that person you, you were, uh, were roommates with, or you had a class with, or you had in your small group that you were forced to be in for mm-hmm. four semesters, you know, like, right. Now's the time to, to reach out and, and be, be that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's where I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know why I, I went on a tangent. I didn't even plan to do it. I love um, it. Yeah, bro. Uh, do we have any funny stories? Do we have any crazy, weird stories? Me and oh, you? we have plenty. Um, I don't remember any of them. Man, I, I'm just trying to rack my brain to see, um, were we boring, bro? No, we were we were anything but boring. Um, we had people over to the house all the time. I think. Oh, um, you remember when my sister came in town with uh, <laughs> with her friend? And are we supposed to, are we gonna, are we supposed to talk about? That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. We hung out. We hung out on the back porch. And yeah, uh, yeah. it was you, me, Devin, and then my sister and her friend. And we just talked all night, um, probably until like 2 a.m., something like that. But the 2 a.m. nights were, were pretty common. If we got to talking, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't stop talking. Yeah. Um, you would lay on my bed or I would lay on your bed, but not in exactly. a weird way. Yeah, yeah. Not in a weird way. <laughs> we weird would talk. There. Yeah. Um, we well. Would <laughs> <laughs> uh, we would fight sometimes. Um, we would fight, like argue. Or like, no, like physically for physically fun. fight. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember the time you got your your wisdom teeth pulled out. Oh man, that's an incredible story. Yeah, you're the only person I've ever had to be there for. Yeah, for the wisdom um, teeth because my mom wasn't, and so I love you, mom, but you weren't there for me. Uh, she's a teacher. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> she's a teacher. No, she's a great, she's a great mom. She was a um, she's a teacher, and so um, she kind of just was was needing to be at school that day and so she asked um if i could have anybody else pick me up and i said of course i can i can have jj and so jj was my mom for a day and um i don't know what um what about jj picking me up made me want to do this but i just got the phone turned on uh, yes, the hardest rap i could think and i was singing to it jj took me to get um uh, a frosty from Wendy's and then took me to our house. And then next thing I know, all my friends are over and I'm just sitting there in the chair, not knowing what's going on. Oh man. Do you I remember some of it or do you remember none of it really? I, I remember none of it. Um, except the videos, <laughs> the videos helped me remember. Um, I had a beanie on my head that was pulled over my eyes. And so I yeah. couldn't really see my I favorite. I do remember picture. this. I, you have a picture? That no, that's my favorite picture. You, the oh, one yeah. where you're eating the frosty with your oh, yeah. with your beanie. <laughs> uh, my favorite memory and the one I actually had from without videos or anything is that I went to go lay down um, on a bed because I got tired and some friends were over. And then I think I heard you say, "Does he have his phone? Somebody go take his phone so he didn't like send any text or anything like that." And so um, <laughs> our friend Aiden walked into the room. And for whatever reason, I grabbed my phone and chunked it at him. Just threw it as hard as oh I could. Oh, my God. At Aiden. Um, poor guy. Um, 
But yeah, he's dead now. But like, yeah. he died what of from a, yeah head trauma. Yeah, from um, iPhone 11. Um, yeah. But, uh, no, that was that was super fun. We had plenty of nights like that. Yeah, it's hard to remember when they're all like, like in the moment things. You know, exactly. we did. We did, I don't think we hit. We we never like beat up an old guy in a parking lot or like shot somebody or did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't beat up the old guy, but um, I think it's a story worth telling for the most part. You know. Yeah, man, for sure. I I, I agree. I think it's a story that needs to be told, and you yeah. know, maybe that maybe that guy's listening now. Right, and maybe and it'll help him. You know, kind of forgive. Come to us, the Lord. Us yeah. Forgive him. Oh yeah, forgive. Forgive right. us. Um, but yeah, we were just going to Walmart as you do to get to Tina's pizzas and, um, you know, um, chicken pot pies. What else would you get at Walmart? Um, nothing, nothing at like midnight. Right. right. It was late. It was definitely late. We lived really close to Walmart. So that was nice. We're walking out, um, of Walmart and in the parking lot, there's a truck and in the back, it's got two dogs, just pretty dogs. Um, they're big, but they're pretty. And so I start talking to the dogs as you do in a dog voice. Um, I won't do it now to save everybody. Um, but uh, started talking to the dogs, and the owner was right there. Didn't say anything. But then we get to our car, and I'm still talking to the dogs, and some random uh, guy pulls up and uh, is not so happy that we're talking to these dogs. He thinks that we're trying to get the dogs to come with us or to jump out of the van. Um, yeah, you, for sure. You say we, but I, I was like, bro. And then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you were my accomplice. Um, you were just with me, so that's why you get in trouble. Um, but he was like not you going happy. in to rob a bank, and then I'm in the car, and you're like, "Hey, I just robbed this bank." Exactly. Yeah. It would still be on you. You'd go to prison for a while. Um, but he wasn't probably happy. longer because I'm brown. But okay. <laughs> um, but he gets out of his car and um, tries to to start walking up on us, and um, JJ says, "Hey, man, it's not worth it. Get in the car." And so we we just get in the car. We were both kind of shocked that he was mad at us. Hey, bro, he was yelling, dude. He, he was, was like yelling screaming. Real loud. Yeah, I think he cussed a couple of times. First time I heard a cuss word is crazy. Um, My but, first time uh, hearing cuss word is when you got your wisdom teeth removed and <laughs> your cussing cuss came in the car. It was the rap music. It wasn't. It was the wisdom teeth that that came out. Um, yeah, bro. But uh, he came up to the window. And I remember you locked the doors and we were in the car and he was yelling through the window. Um, just just really mad. Not happy at all. Um, I think he just had a bad day. You know, hurt people, hurt people. So, right. And yeah, um, he probably had dogs at some point and he was like, right. oh, those dogs are representat- representing my right. and daddy, daddy issues and, you know, my exactly. job I lost. It's a long you know? stream of uh of problems that that led to that you know yeah what does your dog represent if you're listening you have a dog in your life and yep. what is it <laughs> <laughs> i try to i try to do something what there but it didn't work. What, what's in, in your what is life? your dog <laughs> oh mine is guilt so she's a sweet wow dog. guilt that's good man that's good <laughs> no but uh but, yeah now, this is open and honest conversation dude. this is great yeah this is very transparent but that that was a crazy story. It was a crazy night. Yeah, bro. Uh, I uh, so you got in a car wreck oh. as well. Yeah. And while I was living you with you, right? I was like, why didn't you call me? And no, 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 no. no you weren't living this with is, me yet. This was before. It was it was just before, but we were still okay. good friends. So you thought I should call you. Um, this was my second car accident in six months. Um, 
I had two. That's a good record, for sure. Yeah, it's a really good record. I had two um, car accidents where I flipped the car both times. Um, and one, I was texting and driving. I will admit that. Um, I will be very transparent and say I, I lied to the state trooper when he asked me if I was texting. I said I wasn't and because I didn't want to go to prison. And I'm not proud of that. But, yeah, um, but God's for God's forgiven you, and you're right. Right, he told exactly. you. I'm in this Friday. Actually, you're going back to the courthouse, yeah. and you're gonna say, "You exactly. know what? I lied. And, I lied. Whatever the I judge says, it. I'll take the sentence. You know, I'm a man of yeah. my word, and I'm honest. Yeah. Um, you didn't hurt anybody, did you? Was it? Were these like? I yeah, they was totally just me. Um, <laughs> the first one, I hit the back left tire of a minivan um, as I was swerving. Um, Basically, what happened, everyone was stopped. I was going 55 miles an hour. And because um, they were doing some like tree cutting on the road. And and um, I was texting and then looked up and all the cars were stopping. So I swerved off like a 10 foot ledge and landed upside down. Um, no injuries. Which, which is a miracle that you survived. Like, yeah. It, both 100%. of these, because oh, you're 6'9, right? Six, I'm a big is, guy in a small you're car. You're 6'9. And yeah. the 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 roof should have caved in, yeah, and killed you, bro. Like, uh, there's yeah. nothing. A Toyota, what was it? A Toyota Camry or something like that. The first one was a a Ford Sport Track, um, so it was a yeah, small bro. truck, but still, it was it was a wimpy thing, and um, definitely should have died. I landed on the top of the the roof, um, going Did 55. You have a I didn't have a concussion. No, I had bro. one scrape on my knee. And, um, it was, yeah, it wasn't bad at all. I went to work that night <laughs> a couple of hours later. I caused the biggest traffic jam on 119 that you've ever seen. Nice. Um, right as school got let out too. So it was, you know, prime for that. But then six months later, um, when JJ almost started living with us, I was, um, heading home really late and fell asleep at the wheel. And, um, I flipped another car and this one caught on fire and it was kind of in the woods. So I freaked out. I got out of the car. Well, initially I was trying to like, I was sitting on the roof of my car cause I'd unbuckled myself trying to find my phone and wallet and everything and my JBL yeah. speaker, which didn't make it. The, the essentials. Right. The essentials. And, um, didn't the JBL speaker didn't make it, but, um, I stopped looking for those things when I realized the car was on fire. And I was like, well, I've seen action movies. I should probably get out of here. Um, so I climb out the back and um, I start freaking out because I'm in a forest and the car's on fire. So I think not only did I just total my car, but I'm going to burn down this forest too. That was, that was my only again. thought. I literally, that was my only thought. And so I sprinted to the house nearest to it, which is about 0.5 miles away. So I just... To like six or seven steps for you, right? Exactly. Yeah, not many steps, not many steps. But sprinted to this house, and it's like 2.30 in the morning, 3 a.m., and I'm banging on the door um, trying to get them to let me in and, and tell them like, hey, please call the forest people um, to make sure that they, <laughs> make sure the forest doesn't get damaged. I'm worried about the forest. I'm fine, but let's worry yeah. about the forest. Only, only you, Josh Pierce, can prevent wildfires. <laughs> exactly and so um they weren't there they weren't home and so i sprinted back to the car and at that time i heard my car alarm just going off consistently just constantly and i didn't know it was mine at the time but yeah. it was because my steering wheel was getting burnt up and that's what happens when your steering wheel gets burnt up apparently wow. 
Wow. Um, How consistent is, is your car alarm in exactly. your spiritual life? You exactly. know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. If, yeah. if you hear the alarm consistently, exactly. you're probably on fire. Exactly. <laughs> you're probably on fire for the Lord. I don't know if that's where uh, you're going yeah, with that. No, nah, right. that wasn't the direction <laughs> I was, but it's okay. But uh, I sprinted back to the car. And there was a truck that had stopped, praise God, because it was like nobody was on the road. There was a truck that had stopped, and he had parked on the side of a hill, kind of. And it was the funniest thing. I'll never forget it in my entire life. He gets out of his truck, but he's on a slope. So he gets out of his truck, and he looked like a dorky dude. And as he starts speaking to me, his truck door hits him back into the truck. <laughs> and so he's walking towards me, starting. He's like, hey, are you up? Just right in the face, he gets hit with his truck door. <laughs> it was so funny. He comes out. He's like, are you okay? Is there anybody else in there? I was like, no, just me. And um, then, get this, he started, um, he put on a vest, and he had, um, like, uh, you know, those highlighter sticks. That's not what they're called, but you know what I'm talking oh, he about. Oh, he was on the parking team at Church of the Yeah, exactly. And he started directing traffic. And so he had already called the police and everything. This man gets on this one-way highway. Like, this highway connects a lot of things. And it's just one one lane. And uh, he starts sending people back the way they came. So he's stopping cars and sending them back. And then the funniest part is when the cops get there, they're like, hey, man, you don't have to do that. You can let these cars go through. <laughs> he was like, oh, okay. And uh, it was really It was funny. a good heart. Yeah, horrible moment for me. Um, but it was really funny. I got to ride in the back of a cop car that night. So that was wild because <laughs> oh I didn't gosh, want to tell my dude. parents. So I was like, I'll tell them in the morning, please just take me home. And so they did. They took me home. I went to sleep and then my mom freaked out when the cop who told me he wouldn't call her, called her and had a nice. voicemail left at like 4 a.m. Uh, yeah. Which is what a good cop should do. I mean, you, how right. old were you? I was uh, 18. Yeah, so he had to tell. Them. I was a legal adult, so. Yeah, but they was probably, you're probably on your mom's insurance. And... Yeah, I definitely was. Yep. Yeah, sure. okay. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, it was a good good idea, a good cop, man. But, um, yeah. That's that good, man. Uh, that's a... Do you remember that guy's name, the parking parking guy? No, um, but if I could guess, it would be Ed. He looked like an Ed. I still remember him. Remember him. He was a skinny feller and um, drove this big old truck that, hurt him when he got out of it um yeah and he was wearing glasses just a quirky guy really hopefully ed is yeah. watching who cared right a lot now. exactly he cared a lot he did a really good deed and the forest didn't burn down praise god um so the forest is still there to this day oh i forgot to mention this wow what a story right yeah. i forgot to mention this um one of the funniest parts is my dad somehow knew the homeowners of the mailbox and fence that I kind of destroyed. And they had come home from vacation that next Monday. This was a Friday night. They came home from vacation that next Monday. And by then there's no car. Everything's picked up, but their fence is destroyed. And some trees are kind of down and things are burnt up. And they are so confused as to what happened that weekend. And so later come to find out that um, they they found out that I did it. Um, nice. Yeah, it was crazy. 
It was, it was did you, you obviously did you did you go over there and help them fix it or you just paid paid them to fix it? I just paid them to fix it. I don't even think they charged us actually. I think they paid for the fence and the tree that Aww. I yeah. Dude. It was very sweet. Very sweet. Alabama yeah. people are nice. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. Um then That's I started good, driving man. a motorcycle. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was a dumb idea for sure. And then I flipped off. Wait, the wh- which one did you get that that arm scrape? Yeah, that was like gross. That was from the motorcycle. I flipped off that. Oh, I <laughs> okay. Yeah, and so uh, um, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, bro, you 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 haven't had the best luck with cars, for sure. Right, but two years yeah. I've been clean. Yeah, two years now. Yeah, yeah. You're you're now no longer addicted to wrecking yourself on a vehicle. Exactly. Praise God. So you don't. You're not on Instagram. You're you're uh-huh. barely on Facebook. You don't. Barely. What do you What do you do for fun? What do you do? You you do you fast for fun? Yep, I fast for fun. I read scripture for mm-hmm. fun. I pray nice. for fun, and that's wow. about it. Um, no, I have some other hobbies too. I do. I do do all that. Um, but uh, I have tons of friends that I love to to hang out with. I love playing basketball because I'm six nine and it helps to be tall. Um, I love to play cards. I love to do anything competitively. Um, I don't gamble because I would lose all my money um, because yeah. I'm very competitive. And um, that's not the only reason I don't gamble. But I'm just very competitive in a lot of things. So I love playing games, <laughs> doing anything I can. <laughs> uh, so do you, what do you watch, man? What do you watch? you like watching movies? Uh, what do you, what do you into? I love comedians. I love watching comedians. Um, Nate yeah, Bargatze. Is hands down my favorite comedian. Um, For real, he's so funny. Him and then probably uh, Jim Gaffigan. Um, right after Both that, hilarious. very funny people. I love watching that. I love watching The Office. Gotta love The Office. Oh, it's dude, best show. you watched you watched Office all the time. All the time, still do. Love that. Still do. How many? What? What? When I when no. we were, how many times have you watched all of it? I've like, watched it all the way through um, nine times for sure. And then probably for the past year, I've just been picking episodes and watching sporadically. Um, so probably around 10 times, 10, maybe 11. Uh, that's, that's yeah, that's close. Pretty epic. Uh, I would yeah. say. Yeah, they say uh, um, Billie Eilish is a big fan of The Office. So me and her might be a lot alike. I was just about to say, I, I was like, if... I haven't met Billy, but right. if if I would, I would imagine she'd be just like you. Exactly. Yep. yep. Yeah, man. What's your favorite episode of The Office? Oh, um, I have tons of favorites. Um, my all-time favorite is probably um, the CPR training. Um, when stress relief. Yeah, stress relief. That's what it is. That's what it is. Stress relief. Dude, I, they, I used um, to... so funny. It's just incredible. I just watched it uh, today in preparation yeah. for seeing you. Yeah. Because um, I, so... I know you are – yeah, bro, it's the most hilarious episode I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just a roller, co- roller coaster of events, you know? What? <laughs> I just started thinking about the episode where they start doing CPR, and um, they tell them to pump on the chest to staying alive. And so Michael yeah. starts singing Staying Alive, not from the chorus in which you're supposed to do, but from the start. And he goes, 
First, I was afraid I was <laughs> petrified, <laughs> and it's really slow pumping. Oh, yeah, bro, that's, that's crazy. That's so. That's good. a great episode, man. And honestly, I think I'm on the second the episode right after that, and I don't even remember what it's about. Yeah. Um, but I just watched the episode where Dwight betrays uh, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> yes. And meets uh, what's meets what's her face at a at a Waffle House or something, and orders yeah. like a crazy amount of food. Yeah, meets Jan at a Waffle House uh, or a dance yeah. or something like that, and and orders tons of food. And um, oh man, it's just golden. It's golden. Yeah, bro, that's incredible. Um. Oh man. Uh well let's talk about something else, man. What yeah. do you let, let me let me go to this website here mm-hmm. and actually let's look at some uh some crazy stories. What's what is this? Um let's see. Bro, have you seen those monoliths that are like appearing around the world right now? The what? The monolith like the monoliths monoliths. I, I can't say it, dude. I'm, I don't know. Which, I know, I've never heard of that one. They're like these giant, like mirrored uh like triangles or rectangles that are being like really? people are finding them. Yeah, people found them like in the middle of the desert, in what? the middle of the forest. Yeah, I think it's some guy that's actually doing it. That Probably. I think he came out with. He's doing it now, but yeah, I definitely found out. Books. Yeah, bro, that's kind of it's kind of wild that that that's going on. I've never heard of that. Um, what do you think about uh, the Carl Lentz situation that's everybody's raving about right now? Oh man. Um, it's crazy. Um, definitely a sad situation. Um, you hate to see, um, that happen. I don't know too much of what happened details wise. Um, I saw Carl Lentz's post. Somebody showed me that, um, kind of soon after it happened, but, um, I don't know. I think, uh, I think it's become a, a really huge deal and I think people will wrongly use it against Christianity in a way. Um, and, and I hate that, but, um, crazy You're saying like non, non-believers, right? Yeah. And they, um, can kind of cast the baby out with the bathwater and, um, say that all Christians are like this, or, or this happens to everybody or, um, you know, things like yeah. that just aren't true. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it like, like what you said, it, it is sad. Like, mm-hmm. For me, when I first heard it and I first saw all the stuff coming out, and I was like, "This is this is," man. Of course, like I've listened to like hours of Carl Lentz, and I'm like, yeah. "Man, this does suck for sure." Um, but I think my immediate response was more like, "Why is everybody? Oh yeah. Why, why does everybody expect him to be perfect? Like exactly. He's in, he's in a light. Like he fell. Like now it's time to lift him back up and say." Right. Man, it's not over. Like, keep on going. Keep right. keep pushing. And if you're posting anything, which I, honestly I don't think you should be posting anything. I think you should just leave him right. alone for the time being. Sorry. Um, let the people at his church take care of him. Um, yeah. And uh, I think he just checked in to some some place to help take care of him. And I'm like, man, that's great. You know, that's you, awesome. you know, you need that's really good. Yeah, you, know, you need work, and and you're you're trying to get better, and that's that's fantastic. Yeah. I think. I think everybody that's posting is so. I'm so disappointed. Whatever it is, it's like, get off your high horse. You're one. Your uh, Pastor Chris always says like you're one. You're one second away from stupid or something like that. Yeah, like you're one, one decision away from dumb. Yeah. Huh? Exactly. You're you're one step from stupid. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, me but, and you know it very well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we've made. Mistakes. Yeah, we've done a lot of stupid stuff for sure. Yeah, I remember in Hans College when I 
made a mistake and you're the first person I told about it. That was super oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're very grace filled in a way. Um, and then in a way, in a, in a very, <laughs> in a very non-graceful way. <laughs> exactly. And then in a very, um, opposite sense, you are also kind of, um, Hey man, why'd you do that? Um, to which I had no good response. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it was good. It was healthy for us both. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more. I lean more on the truth side than the grace and tr- <laughs> yeah. like, and the great grace and truth uh, exactly. fight. Yeah. Um, and especially at the time, I was not doing too super hot myself in my <laughs> spiritual, <laughs> my spiritual walk. Right. I was just trying to roast everybody that I that I walked walked past. <laughs> I was like, dude, you freaking suck. What are you doing? Like, what are you? Why are you doing this? Oh man! If you want yeah, color commentary, come to JJ Hernandez. You got that in Hollins College. Colored that, that usually means cussing, right? Did I cuss a lot? No, 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 but just uh, out there, oh, definitely true. Colored for the, the southern folk, right? Exactly, yeah. Colored and for the, the anything that's not white, folk. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm more of a tan for sure, <laughs> yeah. We we both are. So, did you um, hear in, in Washington? They they uh, I think it was a school district that's it's no longer counting Asian people. With colored, they're not like uh, really. They're, they're yeah, they're counting them as white people now. Bro. As white people? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's hilarious. It's like <laughs> what? what? Why would who whose decision was that? And nobody was in the room <laughs> to like does understand it that. Matter. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. They are just. Yeah. And I saw somebody make. I saw somebody make a video of it, and uh, it was an Asian guy, and he was like, "Oh, now I can." He was like walking past cops and waving at them, and then like getting <laughs> Starbucks and. Hanging out and wearing like vans and stuff. Yeah, it was just funny. Stereotypical white things. That's hilarious, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, well, let's. Uh, I. I mean, I'm. I don't have anything else to say. I, I want. I'm glad I got to talk to you over, yeah. for the podcast. Yeah. And me and you are probably gonna hang out a little bit after this, unless yeah. you have to go home. No, I'm good. Because um, now you're you're living in your in a warehouse right now. Um, right. <laughs> so we'll put up your GoFundMe out there, dude. Right. Please, please send yeah. money. <laughs> Please yeah. send and only ask. We only ask you to ask God what He would have you to right. give, right? And then be obedient to that. You know exactly. And if it's over two thousand, then let it be. And if it's under that, you can keep it. We don't want it. Um, but uh, <laughs> give that to the to the other people. Yeah. Exactly. Um, whoa. 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 Here. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah that's great man um yeah. I, i'm really glad i got to talk to you we'll probably do more yeah. episodes in the future when when i learn to like actually do show notes a, a better <laughs> way and and i get some some episodes under my belt yeah um but i'm glad we're just starting man we're just we're just yeah. getting this going um and i appreciate your prayers and um your friendship yes sir uh, we haven't talked in a while and, and that's not okay with me, but it's okay um, i know you're me. like busy doing the lord's work and whatever oh, whatever you know um no i appreciate you having me on thank you so much for having me yeah, it was a joy honor um always yeah. good to spend time with jj all right bro so one last thing give me yeah. a give me a three minute message on on something random bro pick a random thing and give me give me a word on it okay give me thir- give me give me a couple seconds to, to prepare okay preparation let me talk to the, you, you can mute me talk i'll talk to the people myself okay, okay good um i'm really glad you guys are uh, listening, if you're listening at this point, or I'm probably actually going to post this part separately um, from everything. Uh, Josh actually just walked up and like left the frame, so we're going to see where that goes. Um, are, are you ready? 
I'm ready. Are you, think, wa- you? Wow, that was quick, dude. That was like 25 seconds. It wasn't even 30 seconds. I think I'm ready now. All right, Pastor. Um, all right, I got this. I got this. Um, so I, you know, um, saw the items around me and just saw, you know, what would really speak to the people right now. And I think um, the people really need to hear that uh, God's not done with you. God's not done with you. He's got to work to do in your life. And I think that sometimes when people come to Jesus, they can uh, get in their relationship with Jesus and just, um, you know, be stuck in their ways and not truly change. And I think that Bissell, um, Oxy, um, I'll, I'll read you what it says right here. It says that this carpet cleaning formula removes old set in stains permanently removes old set-in stains permanently. And I think many of us have things and ways and characteristics in our life that we just kind of live with and we become okay with. And we just think, oh, this is just the way I am. Or I'm just, I just, this type of person, I just talk like this and act like this. And um, I, I don't think that's the case. I think God wants to do a new work in you. Um, the Bible says that the old is gone, the new has come. Um, in John 8 verses um 36 just verse 36 actually it says um, the son has set you free you are free indeed and so uh that's what i think there's old stains that every single one of us have even jj and myself we have old set in stains and god is willing and planning to remove those stains permanently so that's my word for everybody wow dude wow i muted myself because i was bro i was amening you the whole time for sure dude that was amazing that was like that was literally like 20 seconds. You came up with a verse, a yep. story. Yep. And, bro, that's amazing, dude. I really appreciate that. Thanks. Hey, if you have old set in stains, um, don't drink carpet, carpet cleaner. Yeah. Drink. Uh, Not good for drinking, but the Lord. Yeah, is. drink the living water <laughs> instead. Exactly. And that'll get, get it right out, exactly. you know? Exactly. Remove um, those stains permanently. Yeah. Out. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. Uh, and so this much. is the end of the podcast. Awesome. See you guys. Oh, hold on. This is still recording. I'm not putting this in there. Take two. Get that dog off our screen.